Hi, welcome back to Bridgerton Bitches. Today we're going back to book club and we're reading book two in the Bridgerton series. We're looking at chapter seven. My name's Christina. And I'm Natalie. And we have not had many episodes out lately just because of a combination of COVID and internet problems where Nats has moved to. So we're hoping to bring out more episodes more regularly. So cool, let's head into chapter seven. Did you want to do a little summary of where we left off last time? Yeah, so in a nutshell, chapter six sees Kate getting trapped in the office with Anthony and Miss Russo. They're starting to make out and it basically ends with Anthony getting very close to Kate in a very sexual manner. Shortly after them having like a kicking, biting session, it was very weird. We didn't like that, did we? We weren't a fan. So chapter seven opens with Kate and Anthony being very close in close proximity to each other um, in the office. Yeah, and um, basically we find out in the beginning of this chapter that Anthony did actually kiss Kate. Um, and he's kind of thinking that through in his head and he's really confused because he's thinking he kissed her even though he meant to intimidate her. And there's a quote that he says, um, he says, she wouldn't know what it was like to have a man so near that the heat seeped through her clothes so close that she couldn't tell where his breath ended and his began. So like he obviously thinks because she's a massive virgin, mm. he could intimidate her by being really kind of sexual with her, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. At the beginning of the chapter, he's like, oh, no, like, I was just going to intimidate her. I don't know what really happened, but I find myself kissing her. So at the very beginning of this chapter, he's basically like, what the hell? Like, what have I done? It was supposed to be just a bit of intimidation, and now I'm really, like, proper into it. And also, not cool. Like, you can't go around intimidating women. Like, to be honest, you'll see it in this chapter, Anthony acts like a massive dick and to the point where I was thinking I don't really understand what Kate is seeing in him right now and I don't like it I don't like the dynamic like he is a proper like a star a-hole in this chapter yeah so there's a quote here where um about the kiss scene which I'll just read out because it was kind of hot it was hot his hand cupped the back of her head as his lips took his took hers in an explosion of anger and desire Anthony pressed his suit further by allowing his hands to slide down her back and cup the gentle curve of her derriere. Mm, Derriere sounds so much nicer than us, doesn't it? Yeah, what did you think of that? I thought it was really hot, and I also liked it when it said that he slid his tongue in. You liked that? You like a bit of tongue? I liked it because you don't read a lot of books, I find, that talks about sliding a tongue in. And normally in costume dramas, they don't really tongue each other. No, no, they don't. And I liked how he, after he talks about cupping her derriere, he talks about how she fit him just right, she smelt right, she tasted right, she looked right. And and then she starts to kiss him back, which he loves. Um, but what I also liked is how he was like, I, if I took her on the floor, she would, f- she would fit around me. And I was like, oh, you're alluding to kind of It was very her. graphic, wasn't yeah, it? it was pretty It graphic. was like, whoa... That escalated, like, just started with a kiss and he's already imagining having sex with her on the floor. Yeah. And how he thinks they're going to be, like, sexually compatible. What I picked up from this, um, because basically they're not getting on at this point and you'll see straight after the kiss that they're arguing and things. Mm. Um, I think how this differs from the TV show is at this point there is no emotional connection. They still really, really dislike each other, but for some reason they're making out, which doesn't... I don't know. I thought I'd like it, but I actually don't. It just feels like there's no emotional connection. It's just a pure physical lust. Whereas I feel like in the TV show, 
it felt like it went a little bit deeper than that. Maybe yeah. because of all the eye contact and the similarities and they talked more about things do you think yeah and i don't like how it's so whiplashy so he's biting well she's biting him he's kicking her then they kiss then they break apart kate breaks away from the kiss which i liked because i like the power dynamic there she stands behind the chair and then they start arguing again and he says yeah. some stuff and i was like whoa so i don't like this hot cold hot cold and the way that he treats her, I just think, wow, actually, I really don't like you. I remember us talking about this when we were analysing the episodes in the show, and I remember saying I was getting really bored of mm. the one pulling away, one coming forward, the other person pulling away, coming forward, and it was very repetitive. Yeah. But with this, it just feels like two people that hate each other that are yeah. just lusting and, and making out, and I think I'm really missing that emotional connection because I'm reading this thinking... She clearly hates him. And then straight after, so she pots you right, she runs around to the chair to put some distance between them. Yeah. And she says, why did you do that? And he just goes, because I wanted to, which I hated his response. I thought you sounded like such a dick. And then she thinks he's a cad and she feels like he shamed her. Yeah. And straight away I was like, I don't know why Kate wanted to make out with him because I'm not seeing... And finding it really hard to see the attraction from her point of view. Like, from his point of view, he's just got a horn, basically. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense because in the TV show, we see that she is attracted to him in the library when he talks about his dad's books. And she looks yeah. at him and you think, oh, okay, I can get now. She likes him because he's showing vulnerability. But it doesn't make sense that they kissed here because he's he's just not very pleasant they at all. They hate each other. That's the trouble. It, there's no sense of bonding. You know, no. like maybe if you're right, they were talking about a book and their hands yeah. touched and they made eye contact and there was a connection. That's what we're missing and That's it's quite hard to make it feel believable. And it's so superficial and it, and he's mean. Yeah, so he she, is mean. You know, she says that like you said, why did you do that? And then and then she basically says, you know, you you but you kissed to me. And he was like, if I was going to propose marriage to everyone oh. that I was going to kiss. Yeah, so basically she says, you you will not marry my sister. And then she says, and I will not marry you. Because in her mind, she's been compromised. Mm. And that's when he said, if I offered marriage to every woman I kissed, I'd have been thrown in jail for bigamy long ago. Which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. And also it shows her innocence, which you don't normally see, her, her naivety. But also, what an awful thing to say, like... He has compromised the only one important thing that really matters in that time. Like, your your purity was for sale, wasn't it? Yeah, like, if anyone sees her coming out of that study mm-hmm. and sees him in there, her reputation is done. Yeah, and he has essentially, like, threatened her entire future because so much importance was placed on finding a marriage. Yeah, so he's acting like a rake. Yeah. He's acting like he just wanted to kiss her for no yeah. reason like he could have said something nicer like i find you alluring or because you're beautiful i think that's what she wanted to hear and then basically she says to him you're nothing but a rake and he replies i know it's in my nature um and shortly after that he says well i'll see you when i come and call on Edwina." so there's absolutely no guilt there whereas i feel like in the tv show they both felt guilty every time they kissed because of Edwina. Yeah, and also this was her about to leave the room and he says it as she's about to leave the room and it felt like, firstly, his way of keeping her in the room and secondly, adding salt to the wound, like rubbing it in her face, like what what just happened to, between us was so um, unimportant to me. I'm now going to pursue a relationship with your sister. Yeah. It's an awful thing to say. And it's really disrespectful to Edwina. Yeah. Um. And I just, that made Kate really angry. And also, like, yeah. 
it makes Kate look like really unfeeling. Um, and basically he says to her, look, we don't like each other, but I do respect you in a odd, perverted sort of way, which made me chuckle. Yeah. That he respects her in a perverted sort of way. What does he even mean by that? I don't know. Is in like a sexual way? Like, is he saying he only likes her as a se- in a, or a sexual connection, nothing else? Or I was thinking in the TV show, he seemed to like her because she was like the head of the family and he saw things in her that resonated with him. But we don't get that from the book. I don't get that he recognises much in him. No, and I think that's why he's saying it's an odd, perverted way. And I don't think he does respect her because why would he kiss her and put her in... Like in the TV show... His respect for her was really clear because he stopped himself from kissing her for so long. Yeah. But in what evidence does he have that he respects her at all in this episode, in this chapter? He respects her, I think, as a sexual partner, and that's it. That's disgusting. as a sexual, and that's what he's saying. It's in a perverted way. Oh, I thought he meant it was perverted in that to him it was perverted that he should have any respect for her at all. Maybe I guess you could read it both ways. So this obviously, you know, understandably makes Kate very angry Mm. and she launches herself at him and she starts beating him on the chest. He's warding off blows to his face. Um, She's got a temper, like she's got a violent streak. They both do, don't they? Mm. And she's basically saying, you will never marry my sister, blah, 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 which is like her tagline for the whole show. How horrible must it be for her, though, to know this guy's a rake, to have personal experience of it? And for him to still be flaunting and be like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, she must feel yeah. so trapped right now. And also you'd feel really, you'd regret making out with him, wouldn't you? Because yeah. she does kiss him back. And I don't like that she kissed him back. I don't... He is really hot though, Nat. Yeah. Are you telling me if you were in the Bridgerton show and the guy that plays Anthony mm. was giving you eyes all night at a ball oh, and then he came up to you... Yeah. And you started making out with you. You're really telling me you're not going to go with it. No, I would. But I don't even know how she found the strength to break off the kiss. Yeah, I would have just gone all the way, I think. Do you think wow, you've gone all the yeah, way? maybe. Well, I thought, did you have a feeling at any point that they were going to go all the way? Because obviously that does happen in the show, oh, God. in the garden. I mean, no, I didn't. Only because I was so shocked that they even kissed. Because they make such a big drama about how you can't even be alone with a guy. The fact that they even started kissing, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, but they do that in the show. No, but that was like after a massive lead up. Yeah, but no, I'm confused though because isn't, you know, in the show where they go to a ball or a party and then they end up shagging in the garden? No, but that's not until like episode eight. That's like literally. Yeah. There were so many scenes. Like, remember there's that scene where they're in the library together Uh, and that scene where um, he finds out that Edwina has no dowry and they're in the study together and and he's like, it's so hard for me not to kiss you. I loved that, but here it was like he's not that bothered by her, but you yeah, find himself I, kissing I her. I found it difficult to, um, I don't know, believe it. Yeah. So, as she's arguing with him and hitting him, he can see how angry she is and how hurt. Did she's got tears in her eyes. No, he then begins to feel, it says, he was beginning to feel like the worst sort of cad. And I was like, Good. finally, finally, he gives a shit and he's feeling bad. Yeah. Um, and he starts to get disappointed because she's showing that she's disappointed in him. Yeah. And I think that shows that actually he does have feelings for her, right? He does say that he feels like a horrible tension around his chart when she when she looks his at heart, him. His yeah. heart, yeah. His chart. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this whole scene I thought was kind of weird. So 
to get rid of her because I think he's starting to feel bad and he doesn't like it. He feels vulnerable. He takes the study key out of his pocket and he throws it to her in such a way that she can't physically catch it and she tries to catch it and it falls oh, on the this carpet. this was so messed up. Like, talk about mind games. Just before oh, yeah, that, I thought though. it was a bit over-exaggerated. Like, it was a bit... I was it like, was, it's not that big a deal. It was really messed up. I want to come back to this in a minute, but I think just before that happens, doesn't he talk about how... Do you know the Duke's reputation? Oh, yeah, that was quite interesting. Because he did so, have a point. Yeah, and then she's like... Uh, so basically she says... Um, he says something like... Uh, she says, you should understand... Because surely you wouldn't want your sister to marry a man. Yeah. If Edwina was your sister, you wouldn't want her to marry a man like you. And yeah. he's silent for ages. And he basically says... Because she says... He says, do you not understand the reputation the Duke of Hastings had before he married my sister? Yeah. To kind of, in defence. And she says, but they are a very happily married couple. He's a good husband. And and he says, well, you don't understand his reputation he had before he married my sister. Yeah. And her reply is, if you're really going to try and convince me that a rake can change in marriage, then I'm not going to believe you. Yeah. And I thought, actually, that's quite a good point because... The Duke of Hastings was probably just as bad as Anthony, don't you think? Yeah, and then Anthony goes on to say, well, yeah, if I really love my wife, I would be a good husband. And then she says, but do you actually love, um, what's she called? Edwina. Edwina. And he says, well, I barely know her, but I could grow to love her. And then she says, I knew you were a cad, but I, I did never believe you to be a liar. Why can't I believe a single word that comes out of your mouth? Yeah. And then he says to himself, mm. he knew that to be true because... He res- he so called respects his Edwina. I don't think he does, and he likes her. But that spark was missing. And well, he, he said he knew that he would never love Edwina. Yeah, and that's why he picked her. He purposely yeah. picked her because he know and he knows her. that he wouldn't love her. And we find out later that he's doing that to protect himself because of his dad dying. Exactly the grief his mum saw. But what that shows is that Kate knows him well enough. She knows that he's bullshitting because she's like, yeah. well, I know you won't love Edwina, and then. She Isn't says, that a bit harsh, though, that she thinks that of Edwina, that she's no, not... No, she, she knows it about him. It's not a reflection on uh, Edwina. She just, she can tell, she can see right through Anthony. Okay. And she knows that her sister deserves better. And she's heard him say it a few times, I will not marry a woman for love. Okay, that's all right, then. I thought she was dissing um, Edwina. No, I don't think she would ever do that. And then I think that's the reason why, because she's sort of seen that side of him, she's figured him out, he then throws the key at her feet. Yeah, so he kind of humiliates her a little bit, I suppose, because she goes to catch it, it falls to the floor, and then she defiantly looks at him like, you expect me to kneel on the floor and get yeah. the key? And I don't know, I just felt like it was a little bit of an overreaction. What did you no, think? No, it was, like, basically, in that conversation, they were as equals, attacking each other's character, and then he felt vulnerable and yeah. embarrassed because she figured out that he's a liar, and in a way to kind of make him feel better about himself, he threw it at her, that's a really disrespectful thing to throw it at her feet, never intending for her to catch it, and then to make her lower herself onto the floor to pick it up. It's like a power dynamic. It's really weird. Well, I thought where this was going was that maybe he wanted her to bend over so he'd look down her dress. Nice. That's where I thought this was going. And I was like, oh, this is kind of hot. Right. Um, maybe like he'll watch and then, I don't know, the, things will heat up again. But no, it was just a disrespect thing, which was really disappointing. It was disrespectful. What would have been hotter is if he'd walked towards her, maintained eye contact, had the key in his hand, got really close to her, trailed the knee, 
from her the key. ear. The key. Ear. His knee. Uh, <laughs> Put his knee to her ear and trailed it down. He's really it. flexible. He's doing a lot of reading. Gymnast. Gets a key. Like, says, oh, are you sure you want to leave? Drags it down her neck and pops it in between. Yeah, her boobs. Her boobs. And then he fishes it out with his teeth. Hmm. What would be better is if he put it somewhere hot and she fishes it out with oh her teeth. Oh, my God, yes. So he he undoes his, like, breeches mm-hmm. um, and he slips it in. So if he basically she, he's like, over. if you want to leave, you get the key. Yeah. Okay, so he strolls over, sits down at the desk. As he's saying if you want to leave, he undoes his breeches <laughs> and puts it in. Yeah. Oh, that would have been really good. Any okay. other ways in which you could have given her the key? Um, I think I, it has to be that one. Or the one where he walks up to her, tries to seduce her, has the key behind his back, and he's like, if you want the key, then take it. And then when she wraps her hands or arms around his body, he pushes her up against the wall and they make out. Yeah. Nice. And then she rips the key away from his hand and walks away. Yeah. There were other ways that, that could have gone down that would have so been better. So many, so many better ways. So she finally bends down to get the key and angry leaves. Um, mm. Makes her very angry. And then the, two days later, Kate is still seething. She's at home and she sees some flowers to Edwina from Anthony. Makes her really, really cross. And the card says... The card says something like, we missed you at the ball last night. It was a very dull evening indeed without your shining light or something. So again, that's just a really ungentlemanly, nasty thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, but then Kate clearly gets jealous. She clearly cares because she's like, oh, dull was it, even though we made out? Was he just making out with me out of pity because I'm the old Spencer sister? I hope it was more anger and curiosity and not pity. And I was like... She does care. Oh, I she wondered does why she care. said about the pity. I wasn't getting it. I was like, where did this pity come from? She's jealous because she saw the card. I thought she was... I mean, I, he wrote that knowing that Kate was going to see it, didn't he? Yeah. He's, so, he's being a bitch. Yeah, he's again. being a bitch. And she knows what he's doing. He's playing her. So that's. I think she's reacting in a normal way, in a natural way, because she knows that that card has been written knowing that she'll see it. But at the same time, he acted like such an arsehole. I'm just like, why is she not just writing him off? She still she still cares about him. There's nothing to like. She about him at this stage. Yeah, because she's jealous. She's jealous. I think her pride is her, but I don't think she cares about him. I think she does, personally, from what she said. When she said, I hope he kissed me, not out of pity. Or maybe it's more about her own... Um, I don't know. I just still think it's so weird that he kissed her like that. You never see that in costume dramas outside of Bridgerton. You don't see a man and a woman that's making what, out that's like That's why Bridgerton's so popular though, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like a sexy version of a, a period drama. Um, what I don't understand about Kate, she's not the smartest cookie in the world. Because really? Why, what I would do if I was in her position, yeah. and I would just end this whole saga straight away, sort out the problem... I go to Edwina and I say, look, this is really embarrassing and I'm really sorry I have to bring this up. Yeah. But I've just found out that Anthony has venereal disease. Yeah. Job done. Edwina, What's venereal disease? Like an STD. No, no, I'm Edwina. What's oh. venereal disease, Kate? Well, it will kill her, you know? Like, yeah, in but she'll days, be like, Kate, how do you know? Well, you'd have to explain. You'd have to just say that you found out or that 
someone told you like gossip is rife and exactly, I just feel like you just say oh people just gossip because they're jealous no you would say he's got a medical condition and it will kill you like in those days you know you have sex with somebody but again, and they've got venereal disease like syphilis okay but you weren't you weren't dealing you were resisting but Edwina would surely be like well who can possibly tell that he has got a venereal disease yeah but at the end of the day I just think they would have solved the problem like there's so many things Kate could do I agree pop- but I don't think that's a helpful one because Firstly, who on earth would know for a fact that he had venereal disease? And you would just say, oh, that's just someone's nasty gossip because someone's mum wants their daughter to get with Kate could say she was going to the doctors and as she went to the doctors, the door opened and Anthony was leaving and he had a prescription for venereal disease. A prescription for venereal disease. (laughs) And where did Kate get her medical degree to know what She saw it with her own eyes because he dropped it in front of her. I'm just saying, think outside the box. I am, but you think outside the box because in those days, doctors went to your home. You didn't go to like a You could go to the doctor. Could you? Yeah. Men and women together? Well, you know, I think it's possible. I'm just saying there's lots of things that Kate could do to put Edwina off. I thought you were just going to say... Or she could say, you know, her Bridgerton, her butler saw him go down to the place where all the prostitutes hang out. Okay, that's better. Or why doesn't she just say to her sister, look, I'm so embarrassed and I hate myself for doing this, but him and I found ourselves in the study. He came towards me and he kissed me and I didn't stop him. Yeah. And he has no intention of marrying me and he says he's still going to pursue you. Yeah, and I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do with the baby. Yeah. That would definitely do it. But why doesn't she just be open with Edwina? It's silly. But then I guess the whole book wouldn't exist, so... Do you think Edwina would even mind? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a massive fan of Edwina. Because she's so keen on the whole, he's got loads of money, though. Yeah, she is, isn't she? She might be all right with the fact that he was a bit of a player. Yeah. Why doesn't Edwina have more interest? Because she's like the star of the season, yet we don't really hear much in the book about anyone else coming to seduce her. It's gone very quiet with Edwina. I felt like she was much more present in the TV show. Yeah, way more Um, present. And her and Anthony were were building more bonds in the TV show, whereas I feel like her and Anthony haven't really spent much time together yet. No. Um, In the next chapter, then, I have a few ideas where the next... Should we just end with what happens? So then the next thing that happens is basically Kate receives... All the family receives an invitation from the Sheffields Mm -hmm. um, in which they want to go to the Bridgertons and have a joint dinner party. So obviously that happens in the TV show, doesn't it? It doesn't go very well. Uh, Is it just a dinner party between the Sheffields and the Bridgertons? Yes, and Kate. Is that where, in the Bridgerton TV show, they find out that Edwina's got no dowry? Yeah, and it kicks off, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. So what are your um, predictions for the next chapter? One thing I think is going to happen is I do think maybe Edwina's going to start getting a little bit more of a love interest, and it's going to make Anthony feel like he needs to press his suit a little bit more, give her a little bit more attention, and put him in a situation where he actually needs to try a little bit harder with Edwina. Do you think that's something that's going to happen? There's going to be a little bit more Edwina Anthony action? There needs to be, because we need to feel the guilt, don't we? And a bit that there is actually like a three-way triangle going on, because at the moment it's a straight line, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Um, I also think that Anthony's going to go visit the the Sheffields or the Sharmas, and he's going to help them out in some way. I feel like him and Kate need to build up more of an emotional bond, so... 
it would be good if he if he goes to the house and there's a problem, like Kate's fallen off a ladder or something. A ladder, like she's doing some DIY, she's putting yeah. some shelves up she's for her knickknacks in her bedroom. And <laughs> she falls off and he catches her. Or or he does something to prove he's not an arsehole. Like maybe he sacrifices something, like maybe he gives away one of his horses. Something needs to happen for him to redeem himself because I really did not like him after this chapter. What are your thoughts? I like the Kate falling off a ladder thing. Um, I think, obviously, we're going to have the dinner party in the next chapter and I imagine it will go pretty much the same way as the TV show, but I think that Kate and Anthony will find themselves somewhere again and I think they might have an angry argument and then make out again. Yeah. So you think they're going to make out? Do you think it will happen the same? Like the dinner party will be really conflicting and really, and really like drama llama. Yeah, massive drama llama. I'm and hoping then, so. And then they kiss again, but maybe it's a little less anger and it's a little bit more like, oh, we like it. Maybe in the maybe in the meal they'll bond. They'll bond over something that someone else says, or they'll realize they've got more in common with each other. Or they'll both try and come to the defense of their family, and that will make them realise how similar they are. They kept doing that in the show yeah. so much and it got a bit annoying, didn't it? But they it? haven't done it in the book. We're in chapter seven and I haven't got a sense that they're, t- they're similar yet. So no. maybe with the families coming together, maybe we learn that both of them had a stammer when they were four, you know? Yeah. Both of them liked pink ponies or something. Like, maybe that's what this dinner's about, bringing them together again. Yeah. And then you think they're going to have a kiss and stuff. I do. I want to yeah. see either Kate or Anthony vulnerable, and I want to see I want to see Anthony vulnerable in this chapter coming up. I do. We need it now because we reading like this him. chapter, I was just like, I'm struggling to get into this when he's being such an asshole. Yeah, like right now, if I was Kate, I would not be doing this. Like, I would be not having it. No, it it would put me off making out with him. To be honest, the way he's he acting, so disrespectful. Like, oh yeah, I kissed you. So what? Like, what are you going to do about it? And can I just say before we finish? That early on in this chapter, she's like, you're a rape, you've got no honour. And his eyes flash and he's like, how dare you? If you were a guy, I would I would show you that I've got honour. I was like, you are so contradictory. You, you know what though, Nat? I kind of thought it was hot. And, you know, I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but as he does it, he comes over and he grabs her throat and he, and he says... If you were a man, yeah, I would not let you get away with that, basically. What, he and, grabs her throat? Yeah, as he says what? it. And then he's under her chin. What? I and then she this. says, Are you sure? Please let me go. And then he releases her and says, I didn't mean to hurt you. And I oh. like a little bit of rough. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. So I was like, I found that kind of hot. Yeah. I totally skimmed that. That's crazy. He actually grabbed her throat. Hmm. And it was like, if you were a man, I would not let you. And I was like, oh, hello. But he's, he's, in his actions, he's shown that he's disrespectful. Like, he has no honour. He just kissed a woman in a private space. He's grabbing this woman around the neck. Where's the honour? Like, he's yeah, so it's hot. It's oh hot, God, though. It. Okay, <laughs> hot or not, that can be our next poll. Is yeah. it hot or not when he grabs her around the throat or the neck? Yeah. Round, when, you say, when you say grabs around the neck, that sounds hotter than okay. grabs around the throat. Okay. For some reason. We'll have to go back to the original source we'll material. Run a poll. We'll run a poll and say, but you think it was hot? Yeah, I do. Um, apologies if that's inappropriate. I don't know. 
but <laughs> I liked it. She um, liked well, it. we're going to grab another hot chocolate and we're going to then record the next chapter. Yeah. Um, Can we put marshmallows on? Yes, let's get some marshmallows. Also, um, do you like your hot chocolate made with milk or a milk substitute or water? Let us know. It's nice with oat milk. Also, it's Halloween tomorrow. And just fun facts, uh, we were looking at what people did in Regency times and they mm. celebrated Halloween over three days and it was called All Hallows Tide, which I think is an awesome word that we should bring back. Yeah. And um, Regency women would try and predict the future around this time. So one thing they would do is they would peel an apple core, an apple all in one piece and then they would throw the skin behind their shoulder and it would land on the floor and it would spell out the initial of the man that they were due to marry. And we did that as kids. Do you remember? Yeah. They would also go in a darkened room and brush their hair, hair in yeah. a mirror. Their hair um, <laughs> in a mirror. And they would gaze in the mirror and they would see the face of their future husband. But if they saw a skull, that meant they would die before they got married. How creepy is that? What, they would die or their husband would die? They would die. And their husband would be fine. Well, they don't get a husband because they die. But what if the skull is like, no, 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 the guy that you think you're going to marry is going to die, but you're fine. The skull's not playing by the rules because that's not the rules of the game. Mm. Yeah. There were other things as well. I remember when we were younger, you'd get pewter. Do you remember this pewter? Oh, yeah. You'd drop it in boiling... Lead? Lead. Something probably really bad for you. You'd drop it in boiling water and it forms into the shape of like, if you're thinking about your future career or your future I remember doing that, Yeah. And you could probably use candle wax, though. Yes. That would probably be I'm cool. I'm sure we tried that before. With Didn't girls. work, maybe. Um, and there was another thing as well. Tea leaves. Tea leaf reading. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in Regency times, because uh, obviously the veil between the living and the dead worlds would become thin, mm. they thought that was a really good time for fortune telling. So it's kind of cute. A lot of it was about, you know, marriage, which is what they're obviously very obsessed with. But But I also read on that website that the act of going around asking for treats and sweets and stuff was something that only the poor people did. And it was called, um, it was like a type of begging, but they used a nicer word for War it. sailing. War sailing, yeah. And they would go around <laughs> asking for like treats. Cool. Um, I used to love that. I do miss trick-or-treating. It's so nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, happy Halloween, everyone, whatever you're doing. Um, this will probably come out on Halloween, actually, because that's tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, which is today, if you're listening to us right now. <laughs> this is coming from the past. Oh, my God, oh, no. I'm confused. Not as impressive. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, as always. And, as always, if you want to sponsor us on Ko-fi, um, the link is somewhere on here. And also, come and say hi on Facebook. Type in Bridgerton Girls. Come and do some polls. Let us know, hot or not. Hot or not. Bye. Bye. <laughs>